You're listening to Cancer Covered. There's also two clinical trials we opened very recently for colon cancer. Um, Early stage colon cancer is a highly curable cancer, but we can do better at it. In the past, we've assessed whether or not somebody would derive benefit from adjuvant chemotherapy, again, treating that cancer that may or may not be there that we cannot see no matter how hard we look for it to reduce the chance of it coming back and hurting somebody or shortening their lives. You're listening to Cancer Covered with Green Bay Oncology, where we explore pressing cancer issues and look for ways healthcare professionals, patients, and their families can cope better together. I'm Dr. Mitch Winkler. Brian, Matthew, thanks for coming out tonight. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Green Bay Oncology is big on supporting cancer research and participating in it and getting our patients to participate in it. What's new and exciting in clinical research that our staff and colleagues and patients ought to be aware of? And what's coming down the pipe? I mean, what's been coming down the pipe for the last five years, more than five years, but really the last five years has been a revolution in immune therapy. Probably every couple of months, there's a new indication for some type of immunotherapy to treat cancer. And a lot of cancer treatments start in later line when there's not great options and gets moved to still advanced disease in earlier line. But I think what's exciting to me is it's starting to go into the adjuvant areas more and more, improving overall survival. And maybe some of the idea is you know, you're using the immune system to see and target the cancer, doing it while the cancer is still there before you remove it. Well, there's still trace amounts of it left or even shrink it before it comes out. Right. Maybe combining it with surgery or radiation. Yeah. I think there's a lot of great ideas out there, and I'm excited to see where they lead. Mm-hmm. And when you say adjuvant, I just want to, shouldn't assume what our audience is, but when patients have an early stage, say breast cancer, lung cancer, and they have surgery, the surgeon will take out all the cancer they can see, but there's some chance of cancer coming back again. The reason why that must be is there may or may not be cancer cells floating around out there that we cannot see no matter how hard we look for them. So these medications that Matthew's mentioning, immunotherapy, is really in that setting now, trying to, to cure cancer and treating the stuff that we just can't see that is the reason why cancer can come back again to make it stuff that, you know, we're never going to see. And it's interesting, our, our tools now, we're being able to better personalize these treatments for patients. Matthew mentioned immunotherapy, um, but for things like um, breast cancer, there's so many cool things happening right now to improve patients' care, giving treatment way earlier than we used to before, having six months of treatment sometimes for certain cancers before surgery, attacking that microscopic disease or cancer we can't see even harder early to eradicate it long term. There's also things that we're doing, a a privilege to be a co-chair of a clinical trial that's going to open next week, EA1211, looking at patients with a subtype of breast cancer doing a PET scan before starting treatment for an early stage HER2 positive breast cancer, and then doing another PET scan two weeks into treatment. And if there's a certain amount of change or if there's a lack of a certain change in that PET scan, it tells us that the patient probably isn't going to get a what we call complete pathologic response at the time of surgery. So they'll fail to achieve a state where there's no cancer left. And if they achieve a state of no cancer left at the time of surgery, that is a very, very positive thing and predicts for long-term outcomes in curing the cancer. So developing those tools 
And we're also looking at adding what's called a, a assay for a circulating tumor DNA um, to on top of that trial to see if those two things can be complementary in predicting which patients will or will not get that complete response. And then the next step would be to use that information, either escalate or de-escalate or better personalize a patient's individual cancer approach based upon these pieces of data that may be available to patients in the future to better guide their treatment. One of the things we talked about in previous podcasts was really having to correct the idea that we can easily or very often monitor the state of somebody's cancer with a simple blood test. There's a, there's a very small number of cancers where we actually can. The vast majority we, we cannot, even though I think it's popularly thought that uh, a lot of those blood tests that we take are, are somehow looking at the cancer. But that's been one of the fondest hopes since I got into cancer medicine that one day we would be able to do that. And to me, it's just personally thrilling to see how close it's coming, uh, at least in this particular disease. No one should carry the burden of cancer alone. And while every physician approaches cancer with their own unique skill set, we all agree on this one simple idea. Hi, I'm Dr. Gayu, a physician at Green Bay Oncology. The truth is, a cancer diagnosis can make you and your loved ones feel isolated and overwhelmed. And these moments are exactly when you need support the most. That's why all our doctors rely on the support of our team of qualified medical professionals. And here's two of them. Hi, I'm Madison Young. And I'm Tom Beckers. As social workers, we see how meaningful connection brings strength and healing to patients and loved ones facing cancer every single day. Our patients and physicians agree. Sharing your experience in a safe space with others is powerful and therapeutic. That's why we offer a free monthly virtual and in-person cancer support group facilitated for you wherever you are on your cancer journey. So whether by internet, phone, or in person, you'll have access to the support of a community on a similar path. To join us, visit gboncology.com and click on support. There's also two clinical trials we opened very recently for colon cancer. Um, Early stage colon cancer is a highly curable cancer, but we can do better at it. In the past, we've assessed whether or not somebody would derive benefit from adjuvant chemotherapy, again, treating that cancer that may or may not be there that we cannot see no matter how hard we look for it to reduce the chance of it coming back and hurting somebody or shortening their lives someday. We base those decisions in the past on the context of a general estimate of their risk of recurrence. If they had lymph nodes positive adjacent to the tumor, that risk would be in the range of 50%. If they didn't, if it was isolated to the colon itself, that risk is more like 20%. And then we've had chemotherapy to improve survival. And for stage 3 colon cancer, we can improve that up to 70 to 75% chance of being cancer-free at five years. For a stage 2 colon cancer, maybe from 80% to 85 or 90% that may or may not be worth it. What we're currently investigating on two large clinical trials is looking at what's called this circulating tumor DNA to assign patients with, say, a stage 2 colon cancer that have detectable CT DNA, whose biologic behavior mirrors more of a stage 
three colon cancer to offer them more aggressive adjuvant therapy and those that that test is negative to offer them no adjuvant chemotherapy. We're trying to tease out that small number of patients with stage 2 colon cancer that probably drive all the benefit of the entire group. There's another trial we opened recently that is for stage 3 colon cancer that if those circulating tumor DNA is positive, they get more aggressive multi-agent chemotherapy rather than our standard three months of adjuvant chemotherapy. And if the, the DNA is negative, to get a less aggressive treatment. So it's over time getting us um, more data-driven rather than just looking at clinical risk factors like the grade, the size of the tumor, the if there's lymph nodes involved, if so, how many, looking more at the biology and getting a more precise estimate of somebody's recurrence and more appropriately treating people with higher risk disease that we think we may be able to benefit more with more aggressive therapy. Um, and doing so, and then with people with a um, lower risk of disease, sparing them the possible toxicities of our treatment. So it's really exciting with this uh, more more sophisticated testing that we can move we can move away from the general estimates to more precise estimate to better guide somebody's treatment. And even taking the one size fits all adjuvant chemotherapy, which is what what it's always been. To we can use a test to determine how much treatment people need rather than, you know, yeah. everybody needs to get this since it's disease we can't measure. I mean, we all know adjuvant therapy is important, but the frustrating thing for us and our patients, um, even in good case, cases, you have to treat 100 people to help 10, 15, 20. And that's because you don't know where, where those seeds lie and mm-hmm. things like circulating tumor DNA It's really exciting. Maybe you truly can answer who has microscopic disease you can't see and who doesn't. And maybe we'll be able to even one day get to the end of adjuvant therapy and answer that question that patients all want to answer. Am I cancer-free or not? Uh, We really can't do that right now. But maybe one day. Well, we do know with this circulating tumor DNA, the preliminary evidence suggests that, you know, if this was positive, Um, either after surgery or after treatment, the risk of recurrence is markedly higher. If it's negative, it's markedly lower. What we don't know and what we're trying to establish is whether or not we can use that information to improve outcomes. And that's a very, very important next step and very exciting to be able to offer our patients. Coming soon to a clinical trial near you. Um, Coming now to a clinical trial near you. Not soon. It's here. Thanks for joining us on Cancer Covered. Please let us know what you think by leaving a review. To learn more, read our blog, request an appointment, search available clinical trials, or even apply to become a member of the team, go to gboncology.com. Mm-hmm.